0: I want to tell you that there's a such thing called trauma bonds. So trauma, a lot of trauma that's going on, you bond, you can bond to the person that you're experiencing trauma with, your abuser or somebody that you went through trauma with. It's called a trauma bond. And that doesn't mean love. What's happening is there's a chemical in your body called oxytocin. And that is a bonding hormone that's secreted when you give birth to a child um, and you're breastfeeding. It secretes oxytocin. So it's a hormone and it's a bonding agent. So women bond with their child. If you, When you experience sex with somebody, you're secreting oxytocin, the bonding chemical that's making you and that individual bond. When you're arguing, screaming, and yelling, even in stress, that chemical secretes and now you're bonding. So we have to also, not only do we have to look at, you know, the psychology, the spirituality, we also have to look at the body, um, the physiological things that are going on within us because they all relate to each other because we're in a body, you know. And um, so basically we have to keep this in mind. So you are a product of your environment and your body responds in ways that are very confusing sometimes. We think that love is abuse sometimes and it's not. Love is patient and kind. Love is a peaceful place and that's why if we start loving ourselves more, we'll be able to detect whether or not we are in some type of an abusive situation before it's too late, before we've become addicted to it, because your brain will become addicted to an abusive relationship because of the ups and downs in the chemicals in your brain. Your body will get used to that flow, just like when you're on a cruise ship. If you've ever been on a cruise ship and you get off and you feel like you're still on the ship, that's because the fluids i believe in your ears have gotten used to the rhythm of the ocean and the waves and so it's getting used to that so when you step off the ship and you bend down you spin or you still rock back and forth like you're on the ship isn't that amazing how your body adapts okay so your body is a product of its environment and it will adapt to the situation if you're in a high stress situation you're going to have all of these chemicals blasting off inside of your body, and um, getting confused because we're not supposed to be in high stress environments for long periods of time. You're going to become emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually ill. Okay, and what's good about self-help and and working on yourself and becoming strong in yourself. You, when your peace is disrupted, when you have finally meet peace and it's disrupted, you're automatically going to feel it and know. It's not going to be that you're too far in. Then you're like, okay, wow, this is really getting bad, but chemically, I'm addicted to this. I mean, we're not going to say that out loud unless we know that. We're going to call it love, but I love this person. I don't want to leave them. I know they love me and everything we've been through, and it's all a bunch of shit. Okay, it's bullshit. Get it out of your head. It's just the way that your body was trying to get through it by i don't I don't even know what our bodies are thinking, but it's adapting It's adapting to the environment. so a lot of the time when people leave abusive relationships, they feel manically depressed. That's only because your brain is still in the flow of of roller coaster ups and downs in a stressful, your brain's still working as if it's in a stressful environment, and now you don't have all the stimulation you used to have. Now you're sitting in a room that's quiet, you can hear a pin drop, uh, you can actually notice uh, the breeze outside, you can actually notice a bird flying by, and to you, that's not good, that's very bad, um, because you're used to chaos, and so peace is, is becomes frightening, Okay. I remember when I left the relationship and I had peace, I finally met peace and the silence got loud. So then I started having anxiety and panic attacks still because the silence became loud, the thoughts in the head, your body's. So now when you're in a shit situation and you're already your brain and and the chemicals are going off because you're used to the stressful environment, right? you have, you're being stimulated constantly because you're always on guard and on defense, right? So now when you're away from it and your body's still igniting all of these signals of, of threats, you start to think that you can't be alone. You start to feel lonely. You start to feel scared. You are actually afraid of peace. Isn't that funny? And this is why people go back to bad situations because they become physically... and, 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 and and mentally and emotionally, they almost become comfortable with the shit show. They become comfortable in the shit show because that's what your body, you've allowed your body to adapt to. We are creatures that will adapt. But let me tell you that if you sit in the silence, you do the, the work on yourself and you start changing, you know, those, that brain rhythm, okay? And you, I'm telling you, the storm will pass and that peace will become your best friend. And no, nobody will be able to take that from you because it will be top priority. And knowing peace, the littlest thing you'll be able to observe that isn't good for you. Okay. Um, and you know, it's just incredible when you break it down what's really happening behind the scenes. And we just have to decide that we no longer want to suffer. You have to remember how you feel in the bad situations. How bad is that pain and discomfort? Isn't it terrible? You have to get to the point where you're not willing to suffer anymore, where you're not willing to be treated poorly, where you're not willing to to you just, you've had enough tears, you've had enough crying, you've had enough turmoil. You want to know what it's like to smile. You want to know what it's like to smile again. You want to know what it's like to wake up in the morning and feel like you're excited for the day. Not like, uh-oh, what's going to happen today? Uh-oh, what kind of fight are we going to get into? What are they going to do? What What is their mood going to be today? Because their mood dictates mine. Absolutely not we're not codependent we are independent okay the the freedom freedom is being least dependent on as you know as much as possible we don't want to be dependent on anything and uh look up i want you to really look up what love is and ask yourself what is love to you hmm what is love to you? What, what, what are characteristics, expressions, examples, actions, words of love to you? And if the person, it could be a parent, it could be a lover, whatever, whoever, it could be yourself. You know, what is being said to you? What words and actions um, are showing you proof of love? What are you saying to yourself? How are you acting that shows proof that you love yourself? Um, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. You know, giving up is, is accepting a life with very little smiling and laughter. Uh, that's giving up. And you aren't here to give up. You know, we have to realize that we're not here forever. You know, I truly believe in God and an afterlife. But I don't know. I'm I do not know that for sure. I really don't. And nobody does and nobody can stop us from death. It's it's just gonna happen. But if you're living a life dead already, then 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 what? Then what? Then what was all of this really for? You know, what, what do you want your experience to be? What do you want it to be? And, um, if you're one of those people that want help and want happiness and want change, just wanting it alone is going to bring you to it if you do the work. It really is. Just think, there's a lot of people out there who don't even... They're just blaming everybody else. They think they're a victim and they're blaming everyone else. And that may be you. And guess what? That's been everyone. That's been me too. But we have to get out of the victim mentality and say, I'm a fucking champion. And these motherfuckers that have fucked with me and that they want to share their pain with me, they're not winning. If they want to live a life with no smiles and laughter, that's fine. But I have to move into the light, you know, and I, and so when you're telling yourself, if you're telling yourself, I love this person that treats you poorly, I really need you to remember that your body internally has learned ways to adapt to this horrific environment and has bonded you to this person chemically in, in a confusion. It, it didn't do it because it was wonderful. It did it in a confusion. And it's not love. It's just a, a stress, confusion response. Um, love, I believe is words of encouragement and kindness. It's understanding in moments of, of confusion or insecurity. It's showing that you love your partner through your actions being selfless. Uh, being generous, I'd like to say, I don't want to use the word selfless because you have to be selfish. You have to care for yourself. You need to have boundaries and you need to know what's good for you. You need to take care of yourself, have time for yourself. Um, so I'm not going to use the word selfless. I I That's wrong. I'm going to use the word generous. Love is generous. Love is kind. Love uplifts. Love protects. Love makes you feel safe love is love is calm love is calm love is relaxing love is peaceful and that's what love is and you know it's it's just incredible the different perspectives of life and the different mental spaces that we can be in (laughs) I mean it's just endless it's endless we are our own universe so your universe you know if you're your own universe don't settle in one small place of your universe travel it travel your universe travel it you know feel emotions of greatness Because the feelings of shit are so available. They're just, they're more, isn't it funny? They're just more easily able to access. But once you go to those places that may be hard to find, once you get there, you're going to protect it and you're going to stand strong in it and you're going to be able to know what's good for you and what isn't good for you. You're gonna know what is worth your while and isn't, what's precious. You're gonna find what's precious. And um, don't let anyone steal your time, your laughter and your smiles. Don't, don't do that to yourself either. Um, and keep all of this in mind about how the body works, you know the body is unbelievable, but it's smart but not smart <laughs> unless that's uh I don't even know it's it's but it's doing what it needs to do to help you to survive, but you can survive as a dead person or you can survive as a happy person, uh, a person that's alive. Being alive is feeling joy and peace, and I hope that you get to experience that in this lifetime because you're not going to be here forever. So I hope that this helped you in some way. I know I kind of went off. I didn't really speak everything about me, but just know that the person talking right here and right now is not the person 13 years ago. Um, It's not the person, the same person as a month ago, because every day we're looking to improve ourselves and become uh, less dependent, free, happy, and in peace with an open heart so that we can love ourselves and others freely and accept love and great things into our life with gratitude. Um, But just know to give you hope if you are in an abusive situation or in a bad environment, um, you, there is a way out because I'm proof of that and there's a way to feel joy and happiness again and cause I'm proof of that and, but we have to always look within. Um, I want you to keep in mind that after you leave an abusive situation environment, there are some things that take place. You may have symptoms of PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder you may find yourself having hypervigilance this is where you're on guard analyzing everything uh, hypervigilance look it up um there may be some type of paranoia after um where you think that you're in, in, in you, you're in a threat like something because of what you've been through um, and so it's very important for you to pay attention to the aftermath of having allowed yourself to be in this bad environment. There are some some residue after that needs to be pulled out. So pay attention and just trust in yourself that you won't allow it to happen again. So my biggest fear, which fear is the lie, was that I was going to end up in, a, in an abusive relationship again without realizing it, and so I'm too far deep in. And that was just an illusion. I'm never going to be the person that I was 13 years ago. The amount of growth and the work I've done on myself would make that absolutely impossible. But I will tell you this. The heart in love is smart, but the heart in defense will live in the past tense I thought of that yesterday and the reason I say that is because when I I had the PTSD and the hyper vigilance where oh uh, I don't know if I could get in a relationship again or whatever and the problem with that is that I was in defense and if my heart is in a defensive place that means I'm still living in the past But I'm in a place where I'm trying to open my heart again to love again. And and, and I realize that I'm more powerful than ever. I feel peace. I feel calm. And I'm living in the today. I'm not taking the crap from my past and bringing it forward or into my present moment. And so the heart is smart. If I trust in the powers of love, which is the highest frequency there is in this world, in this universe, right? If I'm trusting the powers of love and the intelligence of my heart, then I have nothing to worry about. I'm going in honest with love and care, and the heart is smart. If I feel that the person isn't giving me the respect and love that I deserve, my heart is going to just turn its back on it in peace. I'm not going to be running away, screaming, yelling, and crying. I'm go- my heart's just going to say, no, this isn't matching up. And I know I gave it my all, and then I could just move on, you know. But if my heart's closed and I and I make all these and I bring chaos and past into the new and then it fails, I'm always going to wonder, well, what if I showed my love and I went in with love? And we don't want what ifs. OK, forget about yesterday and what ifs we want now and we want to be excited for our future. So I hope that this helped at least one person and. um really keep this in mind if you need to play it more than one time or write notes, take notes down and just look at them, you know, throughout the day to embed this in your mind. But I believe you're going to do great. And I really hope that all of the dreams of your heart become your reality and your experience in this journey of life into death.